We're pre-gaming the air. Can't okay. hear anything in mine. Do, 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 do. Nope, nothing. Hello. Can talk? I nope. can hear you. I can't hear I you. I can hear you. You can't hear me? Nope. Oh, there you go. Oh. Bigger, faster, there stronger, longer. Wiggle it a little bit. Just, But just a little bit. Like, I don't know what the concern was, like, but, like, just a little bit, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Wiggle yeah. it. Just a little bit. Because, like, maybe, is that a song about a premature ejaculator? I, I don't know what the song's about. But you remember the song. Wiggle it, but just, just the tip. Just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's definitely a Hot 97 before it became a rap station song. Mm-hmm. That's like... Uh, a song that I don't think it would be considered either house or Latin freestyle, but it was played on stations that played both of those mm-hmm. genres. Um, I don't know how much of this we're going to allow to be on the pregame of the intro, oh. but uh, yo, in case all of it is, you've been rocking with the worst for a minute and 23 seconds. We're more likely to believe an important local businessman than a foul mouth jerk from out of town. Foul mouth? Fuck you, man. Uh, this is the worst case scenario, and I am your host, Fabio Iglesias, Punani DeFranco, MC Onion, the Rap Scallion, the Archduke Depeche Mode von Luftballons, the subwoofer drug pusher, known to the ladies as a pimp named Sugar Cookie. And back at it like a crack habit is Silvery Plath, Paloma Abdul, Woko Ono. Hey. And a bunch of other really cool nicknames I can't remember right now. Uh, Adam Strange. Yeah. You are the man we can't do without. Yeah. You are the Vice Count Dirty Finger. You are Tooth Willis, Forrest Gums, and Infidel Castro. Yeah. Um, I am threadbare on topics to talk about this week, uh, partly just due to my lack of research, but also uh, because I've had laryngitis for several weeks and uh, it's probably a lot more audible now. It keeps recurring on me. It's it's the... You need to talk to get stories? I was about to say the same. No, I've just been wallowing in self-pity uh. because I can't really fucking talk in all of uh, all the things I do either to get money or be creative revolve around using my voice. Uh, so, you know, I've kind of been in my feelings, uh, which leads to being in my cups, which has this time led to being at the doctor's office twice. And they're like, have you tried Flonase? And I'm like, I don't come to the doctor's office to get over-the-counter advice, bitch. <laughs> like, I, I have not gone to a doctor. Every single doctor I've gone to in the last two decades has just been like, oh, well, what do you think? And I mean straight up. Like, hey, my foot really hurts right here. Eh, it could be a lot of stuff. Yep. Like, well, yeah. since you're a fucking foot doctor, asshole, and I'm paying extra to be here, maybe throw some fucking ideas out. And like, straight up, we're like... Well, but I could just give you some steroids and see what that does. I mean, yep. straight up. They were like, this, that is, was this is what we do to everybody. We got steroids. We'll put it in your foot. If it feels better, we'll give you some fucking more. We don't know. Word like, for That'll word. be $500, please. Over word? and over and over. Yeah, with my is, kids, with myself. Like, is, honestly, we might, we maybe, the steroids comment. Yeah. That was word for word one of the things that the second doctor told me. No, they should just make up, like, pharmacy should be like Mexico. They should just be like, fuck it. 
Go to WebMD, see what you got, write yourself a fucking prescription, and go take it because you you have more. You might live quicker on that one because the only live difference quicker. live better. The only difference going to a doctor <laughs> is that you're going to spend five hundred dollars. So yeah. then you're going to have less money for food and like healthy living. So therefore, like going to the doctor is not going to help my fucking health in any way. And on top of that, the stress of even like finding a doctor, accepting patients, even when I have insurance, and, and if they just start that I'm paying you- for pharmaceutical things as like a possibility as something you don't know what else they're causing at that yeah. point when they're not going to talk to you about health or well-being or yeah, like like a drug dealer that would be like mate have you tried some weed like that would honestly be better because they don't even charge for the visit right you know they're just, just they're just just the product yeah. and also and that product will probably help right and also you don't have to drive to a separate pharmacy mm-hmm. when you go see your dope man yeah you're like uh hey I'm not feeling great. He's like, have you tried this weed that you came here to already buy? And you're like, no, I haven't yet. But he's like, don't worry, I already got it. And do you want me to, like, call somebody else about it? No, you got it, right? Yeah, I got it. Okay, I'm going to go home and try it. Yeah, take two of these and call me in the morning, bro. (laughs) Like, that's, yeah, I went to the, I literally went to get a second opinion. In fact, during the pandemic, both of you guys know this. Uh, I'm sure any any listener knows that I, you know, have repeated this. But I got surgery on my nostrils because I can't fucking breathe out of one of them. And then uh, it didn't work. And I went back to that same surgeon and was like, hey, that didn't work. And he's like, oh, you know what you need? More surgery. And I was like, but um, are you gonna charge me for it again because the first one didn't work and i don't i don't like this business model it's not a money back guarantee situation with surgery <clears throat> no no and and, and and on some level i get that but on other levels i just feel like uh doctors and lawyers are the only profession where you can be like so i didn't fix the problem but that will be eight thousand dollars you know like if if you went to your mechanic and you like I think my transmission is broken. Like, well, it turns out it wasn't a transmission, and we didn't figure it out. But I am charging you a thousand dollars. I had something like that happen. The Subaru place here was like, well, you know, it's gonna be four fifty. I'm like, well, could you fix the thing? Well, that's gonna be sixty five hundred. But to put the engine back in <laughs> that we took out without your permission. But uh, yeah, so I went to get the cliche second opinion on my broken nostril that the surgeon didn't fix and offered to do another fuck surgery around again, yeah, fuck around look. again see what happens um you still got that insurance went to uh another nose i guess they call them ear nose throat doctors whatever but uh yeah went to him asked him to be like hey is this fucked up that the previous guy fucked something up or like Do you see anything like yada da second fucking opinion? And uh, he's like, yeah, I don't really know what he did up there. So uh, you should ask him what he did up there and then uh, come back and tell me. And I'm like, I feel like you're missing the point of a second opinion. Like, are y'all is there not an objective baseline of like what the interior of a nose should yeah. look like and like 
did he do something wrong or like should I actually be able to breathe better now? But he's like, you don't really know. Luckily, I had Obamacare, so the visit only cost me 20 bucks. But I will say, it's one of, it's definitely not the, but it's one of the worst 20 bucks I've ever spent. Yeah, I, I've given up. Like, I, I something hurts, I'm just like, well, fuck it. I guess that hurts now, and I'm just going to have to wait till it either doesn't hurt or totally fucks. Yeah, no, once you get into your 40s, walking it off, you can't walk it off. You just keep walking with it. And my last, like my last four doctor visits have all been that of like, hey, this is this hurts. Yeah, I don't know. What do you think it is? I'm like, well, you're the fucking doctor. That's why I'm here. It took time out of my goddamn why day. Why you asking? I called. I sat in the office for a half hour out there when you goddamn told me to be here at a certain time. Then you made me wait an extra half hour, and then appointments are a thing. Of just the past. to charge all this money, and then you don't tell. Then you ask me what I think. Fuck you. Like I, this, the time it takes just to, just for that. It's just Absolutely. Appointments are a thing of the past. Um, and I hate to relate everything to 90s sitcoms the way I do. But uh, it's definitely um, along the lines of like, do you remember the the Seinfeld episode about like taking reservations? Yeah. And they're like, oh, well, it's it's not here, sir. And he's like, well, I had a reservation. Like, no, you, know, you have a reservation. He's like. Well, no, you know, anyone can just take a reservation. The trick is to have the thing that I needed when I got there. That's that's the mean potatoes. Yeah. No, they did a whole episode <laughs> where they just waited in the lobby of a Chinese restaurant. Yeah. And they never actually went in. It was just the waiting at the desk for a whole half hour. Which is You can take reservations willy-nilly. <laughs> like, anyone can take them. Fulfilling the reservation is kind of... Do you hear what happened to Jay Leno? Motherfucker, like, just two weeks ago. No, if it's bad, I'm probably going to be stoked. A motorcycle or something. He was working on an engine, and it blew up in his face and, like, melted a chunk of his face off. That was pretty oh, bad. Oh, really? So he goes to the doctor. Then he, I didn't want anything that bad. Then he gets out. Yeah, like, oh, it got... You look it, like a dick now. Then he gets out, and he's, like, riding a motorcycle, okay? And something happens on the engine. It's going all weird. So he tries to pull into this parking lot to, like, check it out. Doesn't see the chain across the parking lot. Broke a whole ass load of bones. Like, he just got out of the hospital for his burnt-ass face. And then he takes a motorcycle over a chain. Because I guess when you get old, you can't see chains. And just, like, crushed himself. And, like, now, like, just... All right, okay. Wait, did he go across the chest? I don't know. And also, he's... I think he flipped off the bike. in his late 60s. Yeah. What do you think, mid mid to late 60s? I have no idea. He's been... Those people are just like two-dimensional no, characters I, that don't you know, age although to me. I don't I, I for his chin, mine. that's three-dimensional. It's very big. I wish no ill will on him, per se. I yeah. don't. But he has no reason to have gained his good fortune. Like, a lot of people, I can be like, oh, yeah, that's a great funny writer. That's why he... What did Jay Leno... He, I don't even understand, like, he wasn't even funny. He, he didn't... He was not Johnny Carson. He was not David Letterman. He just kind of walked in and got this huge, big job that he had no... Yeah, he wasn't he even was a good comedian. He was like American inoffensiveness. Like yeah, like mediocre. Not even mediocre. He wasn't even good enough to be mediocre. No, I feel like that's exactly what he was. It's it, right. It's that's what I'm saying. Like American inoffensiveness. It's a like a, what they call milk toast. It's like a lowest common denominator where you can entertain more people. By being actually not funny, it's 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 aggressive mediocrity. But then I guess also like historically, if you ever watched any like 
any Monica Lewinsky documentary or history thing. Jay Leno was always in there. His writers had a hard on, man. Like, for about a year solid, year and a half, all he had was fucking blowjob jokes about Monica Lewinsky. And Monica Lewinsky's a hooker joke. Like, for a year, that's his entire monologue was just Lewinsky. Which he has not yet been shamed about. So that's... And now you know, again, like, goes back to the American mediocrity thing. Although, if I may, just on a personal level, um, I once on Easter, not on a motorcycle, on on a on a bicycle, say about age thirteen or fourteen, so it's a little more acceptable. But uh, and I, I remember this part specifically because it was Easter that uh, I was wearing a button down, which obviously. To this day, I would normally never wear, unless I'm like in court or it's Easter. Um, had my it's Easter, you know, maybe like at a funeral. I don't at know about funeral. if you're rocking it for Easter. Well, that's what I'm saying. It was like, I was like 13, um, and I had to get home really soon uh, for Easter. And but I had uh, my Big Daddy Kane cassette in my shirt pocket. That's the only reason the Easter thing is relevant. Uh, had tried to take the quick shortcut through the uh, consumer's parking lot, which at that time in the 80s was like a big kind of department store. Mm, yep, did the same thing. There was a there was a chain. You Jay Leno'd it? I Leno'd the fuck out of that. And I actually, it had like, you know, like the apron to a driveway, how like when you're a little kid on a BMX bike, you're like, I'm going to hit the jump. Like it's a oh, yeah. like it's a little teeny ramp. Yeah, yeah. I did that move and tried to like hit the jump and like bunny hop the apron and did not see that chain and it went full speed all the way across my chest and I don't know if the Big Daddy Kane tape saved my life, but like psh, shattered it. Luckily, it was Easter Sunday, so there were not a lot of people on Bloomfield Avenue. It's one of the few things I did not point out to you, Silvery, when we uh, visited. We were literally where we ate dinner with my mother. Have it right across the street. You were in a button-down then? Uh, I was in a button-down then, too. If Max Headroom, it's just Max Headroom, could have been listening to Big Daddy Kane. He could have, yeah, he could have saved his life. Or maybe at least not got his face melted. But I guess then he wouldn't have been named Max Headroom. But uh, but yeah, I did. I got I got Leno'd off that chain at the consumers parking lot, which I think is now like a Whole Foods, uh, probably Montclair, New Jersey. Um, not really a super relevant story, other than like, yeah, I got Leno'd. You know, it could have it could happen to the best of us. It's no longer called clotheslining. Yeah, no, we're we're changing it to Leno'ing. Now, when I, when I was a kid, me and two other kids are riding bikes down this like dirt road next to our subdivision, mm -hmm. and. The kid in the front, we're just like riding. You see the kid in the front just like, Whoa, and just fly off his bike backwards and his bike shot forward. Somebody had tied like a rope across the road. To not let you in? I don't know. It was just, I, we honestly thought it was for what it did. Like somebody was being a dick and trying to knock kids. Because people rode their bikes on this road. It was a, just yeah. like this bike, this road that went around the back of the whatever development. You could use it to cut through places. But yeah, like, and he, he got the wind knocked out of him. And we saw it and stopped. But for, I remember somebody. Did you guys keep going that way? 
Oh, we, yeah, we used that. We kept using that. Oh, really. It was ineffective. Just slower. Then. Just slower. It was we kept our eye <laughs> I out it was like a true on. deterrent. I, I had heard. Like, hmm. I had heard some story about it's the inspiration for the Beastie Boys song "Slow and Low." You know, yeah, we we had all heard like life. a like an urban legend about a kid getting like a fishing line going across yeah, the road and getting decapitated. Absolutely. On a motorcycle or something, I guess you have to be a motorcycle because fishing line is not that strong, and you had to be going really fast. Yeah, but I mean the story just it takes hold. You know what I mean? Like, that's always, oh, it's, yeah. you know, there's the, um, that version of like, oh, ride your bike or motorcycle decapitated, or there's like the, um, uh, like an amusement park version, like yeah. Great Adventure. Which the decapitation was a, version? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except yeah. it happened at Cedar Point when I was there and the dude jumped the fence because his wallet his. had fallen out of his pocket or whatever. And so he went under... The roller coaster, mm. like on foot, and the car. But that definitely didn't boom. happen when and you were there. It did. That would like genuinely happen when you were there. I'll look it up. How are you gonna look up when you were you there? Were, you'd remember the decapitation. No, I wasn't like at the ride, but everything went crazy and it was shut down and you couldn't go on that ride and there was all these people. It was like a big thing. I didn't like see it happen. Right, right. But you're saying, but what you did see happen was a fiasco at Cedar Point. So much insane commotion. Clearly someone died. I'm not saying he was decapitated. I'm saying he climbed the fence to try to go get his because shit. I've heard the exact. I'm not calling bullshit per se. No, you can call bullshit I, on right, it. But I'm, hold on, but he, okay, but this is what I'm saying. And then he gave me this blue star colored sticker, and I put it on me. Who, who gave you the sticker? The, the head guy. And I got really spun. Remember that when they were giving out the blue stickers? <laughs> what? To kids? Wait, who gave you? Wait, and wait, what age are you? I thought you, never, you were like no, an I'm adult. Talking about that urban legend. You never heard that one where they were like, no. "Be careful." Oh my God! It was a big thing. It was like the razor blade in the apple in the candy. At yeah, Halloween. candy apple razor blade. And then there was mess. like these little star stickers that mm-hmm. supposedly drug dealers were giving the kids, but it had like LSD on it. And if you stuck <laughs> totally. the star sticker <laughs> on I the kid, this. you were getting them like addicted to LSD. I never heard that one, but I that but was I, a big one. I no, I never heard it, but I also just I always loved the. Selling drugs to children, urban myths, because it's yeah, like, that, yo, why? why? Why would you do that? Children don't have any money. Yeah. They don't have jobs. Yeah, little and Johnny cannot afford steal. a heroin addiction. <laughs> you know, he can't get that allowance like it's that. It's just an untenable business model. And it wasn't even model. heroin on it. It was LSD. <laughs> LSD. It was like the, the Who gets cop, cracked out on LSD? The cop that pulled the person over, remember, and the guy pretended it was a glass of water, but it was a glass of liquid LSD, and the cop tasted it and totally. ran into the woods. <laughs> I yeah. heard that one a million times. Well, there is or the real both, story of the both. cops that um, remember the cop and his wife who confiscated weed and made brownies. Yeah, and they and then they called nine one one. Yeah, freaking out like, dude, we're gonna die. These brownies are crazy, but then, man. Also, you know how all of us, because we grew up uh, as eighties and nineties babies, uh, in all the rehab source material, it was almost like the go-to of like, yeah, the dude who ate LSD. And thought he became an orange. A glass of orange juice. And it, well, yeah, it's either well, there's either became an orange or a glass of orange juice. But one of my favorite things about that urban myth that I called out at the age of 15 while adults and I was in an actual mental hospital. They're trying to tell me that was a true story. I was like, yo, if he was an orange... How the fuck did he talk to you, bro? Yeah. How did he tell you he was an orange? How did he tell you he was orange? Oranges don't have any mouth. 
2015. Cedar Point. 2015? You weren't a child in 2015. No, I took Banyan. Okay, that's what I thought you were saying. I said some years back. It was really crazy. No, I, I think it was the, the being a kid sticker what? part so, wait, threw him off. This... Yes, then I just was being silly. Yeah. But I was okay. telling the truth. Like, I genuinely... And you were like, that so, didn't happen when you were there. I'm like, dude, I know the legend, but like, it did. Look, here's his Right, because there's the legend about... And you said he lost his wallet or something. He that was I've heard... being struck by the Raptor coaster. He entered a restricted fenced area near the Raptor roller coaster. And the fucking shit came yeah. and fucking killed him. But that's not the roller coaster's fault. We got to be clear. 100%. No, that's a foolish that's decision. Like, like the guys that jump out of the window on acid because they think they can fly. That is their fault, not the acid. They are yeah, morons. It's, it's like the old Bill Hicks Bill joke Hicks, where yeah. he's like. Uh, it was his cell phone, actually. It's like, that's thinning. Either way, though, because the one that I heard was like a guy who had lost his hat and then he gets decapitated right. by the thing. But. That's why it was super crazy what had actually happened because every time I would be like, yo, this bizarre ass shit happened, people would always do exactly what you did see, and look at me dubiously. See, nobody gets I did. It was the. I just, I'm like, no, it I'm really glad did. that you read that correctly because the look on my face could only be interpreted as dubious. Nobody gets killed at Bollywood. That should be yeah, a, should. that you know of, bro. That you gonna find that that might be like that could the be. biggest scandal of all time. Don't, baby, don't look it up because I'm telling I, you, they, should have, they could have billboards like Dollywood. Keep keep yo, your head at Dollywood. Yo, like let's not. Can we have one American treasure that does not get disgraced? Dolly will never get disgraced. She only got it like does, what, it does 15, 20 years left. Oh, he. Uh, is it? Wait, let me hold on. Of happiness, he was probably can, like eighty. Can I guess? He was though. like, I've seen enough. Wait, can I guess? It was in the wave pool, and it had to do with uh, drowning in children's urine. It is too sad to recount the story uh, on this show. Then never mind. Sadder than the uh, I can rec- decapitation. Like, they they literally fell from the freefall ride. It's it called free fall. Mm-hmm, and it didn't go as planned. Not an adult. I figured that. When, when free falls go wrong. If it's adult style, it's never sad. Right. I mean, it exactly. Is, but, if it was an adult, you're unless like, they oh, left, right, Unless well, they left the know. kid behind. He had a good life, I'm sure, whatever. But the kid, you're like, oh. Well, yeah, I mean, accidental. That's, I still want to go to Dolly. Oh, never mind. Dollywood closed the ride. The kid died at the same ride in Florida. See, Dollywood. Which makes kid, perfect sense. That makes Dollywood was like, that ride's not safe. We're closing it down. Exactly. It was out of an abundance of caution that Wait, Dollywood so it didn't it. even happen at Dollywood? No, it was just the same ride. You have only reinforced the legend. Yeah, I was just Yo, curious. The legend that is Dolly, bro. You tried to... No, there's, I forget. I, at which all. I, I don't was, think you I can use as a verb. I forget the name. There's there's a podcast out there that's like <laughs> defamed. I think it's like Dolly's America, maybe. But it is a, like a six part podcast that's like some guy who was a Dolly Parton fan who's like from New York and gay, mm-hmm. and he doesn't understand why like how Dolly Parton is incredibly loved by all the gays and all the rednecks at the same time just confused him. So he does this deep dive. Six, well, like he was mad six, about six, it, no, or he, he just was curious. pumped about it. Pumped, but curious yeah. about her. So he does Building this like bridges. whole biography story Jeff of bridges. he gets in touch with her. It turns out this guy's dad, who's from Tennessee, and is like he's Indian. This guy and his dad is like a scientist in Indi- in Tennessee. Knows Dolly Parton. Wait, like native or like East Indian? He's from um, India. Yeah, okay. but, but he migrated. He migrated to Tennessee. Right, now right. He's, Can't even Tom either. But now he's um, some scientist. But he he turns out he like telling his dad, "I'm doing a Dolly Parton podcast." He's like, oh, you know that I know her, right? He's like, what? He's like, yeah, she's one of the main 
benefactors and she's she funds our college don't you know that like all the research i've been doing since you were born was pretty much funded by her and then it goes into Damn. all of that and just everything about her life is like just gets better and better anytime somebody fucked her over in business she would find a way to like overpay them you know like the main guy that like had her contract and robbed her in the beginning of her career like mm -hmm. ends up like dying of cancer and she comes to him and like pays all of his hospital bills buys his record label from him so his kids will have money like everything she's like her entire life has only been good like nothing bad will ever she has come free reading programs and she gives out books yeah, to kids I all over her. Appalachia yeah and like puzzles to help them learn how to read wait but also let me ask you this um when she paid this dude's death cancer bills like did she be like yo I know what you did last. Like, did she Fredo him? Did Probably. she like? I know it's you, sure. Fredo. I know it's you. I'm gonna pay the money, but no. She and she acknowledges you're dumb, like Pop says. Even in it, like, like she acknowledges when the guy's interviewing her about it that like she knew that guy. Like, basically, she worked for him. Right, but did she, she acknowledge to him on his fucking deathbed? Oh, probably. I just like to think that she's like, yo, I'm going to do this for you, but I'm going to turn the screws. No, that's not who she is. She's like an angel on earth. Yeah. I know, but she, look, there's no one that is 100% that. So if she at least turns Why the screw. Why do you want her to, to turn the turning the screw instead of like. Because then I know she's not like, I don't know, a pedophile or a kidnapper or some fuck shit. Like, anyone who, like, paints too... Sound logic. Yeah. It is. Well, no, like, Elon Musk not... being environmentalist. You right. Know, like, like, anyone... Yo, Please. everyone who tries to paint themselves as just whole cloth being just a fucking saint... They always come out with, like it, at the end. It comes out as like the worst fuck shit behind the scenes. No, just men. Yeah, I mean, mm, some some people. I think that, that is nothing she, would, she would still be like an exception that proves the rule. Like there are shitty women, but honestly, there's some there's some fair bars in that one. Dolly's only scandal is that. She has a big dinner show thing where there's a bunch of, you eat food and there's a bunch of horses that come out and do a show. Mm -hmm. Okay, and for years it She's was got big dinner show energy. It was um, the South versus the North, and so mm. so now the scandal not is okay with that. Nobody was bitching about it at all because the crowd that comes there was probably rooting for the gray side a little yeah. bit more than the blue. But they um she was like this is a little weird. We shouldn't be doing this, y'all. You know, like so she decided before there was any kind of scandal just to scrap the whole thing and stop doing that and make it like an Americana show of just Wild West stuff and just be Americana. And the scandal was the Republicans freaked out that she took away the rebel flags. And so they for, do hate I mean, that. So for about three reenactments months, all over the country. Yeah, for about three months. Not or four, as if it's you know yeah, but, but that's the thing. She was just like, That's cool if you want to do that. I'm not gonna profit off with, off of that. So yeah, she changed no, it to, to make it more American. She is amazing and awesome. But then the Republicans came to protest and then she like after like three or four months of them protesting, she started coming out to their protests with a guitar and like doing songs. Playing and Jolene just, and playing and the, like America the Beautiful and shit. Because her whole thing was like, We're making this patriotic. This is about America now, not red and gray, you know, blue and gray. This is America. And so like she just came out, here, look, I'm patriotic. And they were like, oh, shit. You know, like, Republicans protesting. And then there's Dolly singing America the Beautiful. And you're like, damn it. How am I supposed to be against this? <laughs> Fuck. I, 
I saw her. Let's um, go back to Branson. I saw her on Oprah, and it was like very uncomfortable. It was like Oprah was trying to kind of. Oh, she tried to get her. Kind of get her, you know, about like her stuff. And Seen it. Dolly just handled it in the most like graceful and amazing and adorable way, and just like really took it to this. I don't know. It was so cool. It was like about her plastic surgery and about her, you know, whatever she, yeah. augmenting her she, body and around just different. Women stuff, and she just—oh, it was so beautiful. Yeah, she, Dolly she has all of that. her makeup tattooed on. Yeah, she ain't got time for that shit in the morning. And also has had multiple plastic surgeries, and like she had ketoed, like which is you know the martial art where you take other people's momentum against them and then do a Steven Seagalish kind oh, of thing. Oh, you said aikido. Hap keto. Oh, hap keto. Well, Either is probably way. the cousin of aikido. But I thought you meant aikido, like she did the keto diet. Yeah, oh, I, I thought you yeah. meant. Yeah, like, and I was like, all right, relax. We know. Oh, I thought you it. thought I meant ikea like the furniture. Like keto, keto which, sister. Which either she can way, assemble a bookshelf in like they, three minutes. She ate a lot of cauliflower lose rice. Lose a lot of weight while you're assembling uh, the ottoman. And only eat little meatballs. But cheese yeah, bagels. If you can bagels uh, made of cheese. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> But no, if you can uh, flip Oprah, I don't think you can be stopped. Like, Oprah is the is the last boss, the top level it boss. It was magical to watch it's, it. It's like the Mike Tyson's punch out, you know. Like she's Miley Cyrus's godmother. Yeah, that's, you know, that's cool. I do. I like Miley Cyrus. No, no. Miley Cyrus is one me over. They sing duets together. No, and I saw. I thought that was great. Heartwarming. It is. That's cool. It I is. Like it. Um, but I, I love feel me like some Miley Cyrus. I feel like her flipping Oprah. She's had more hits than her father now. Oh, well, thank God. That makes sense. I, I mean, I'm, I would listen to her. I wouldn't listen to her father. He's mm-hmm. charted twice, <laughs> once with Aggie Breaky Heart and once with Old Town Road. Hmm. I'm just saying though, if you can flip Oprah on the Oprah Winfrey show, then you are strong. And just walk out like, oh, you thought that was the smoke, Oprah? No, no, no. Here's what it is. And Oprah ain't got no roller coasters no, for I, me. I, I'm not saying no one else has ever done it. She make Oprah I'm land. just saying that I don't know anyone that's ever done it. Or does it in such a sweet way that it doesn't feel like the friction that is clearly, you know, would be Being there. Attempted. She just like, just gently is like, I don't recall I Oprah bringing any jobs to fucking Appalachia. Ooh, just, no, I don't think she's that's not really her, her focus. <laughs> I don't remember I'm the Mississippi saying, Delta. I don't remember perhaps. any um, Oprah Land amusement parks. Uh, she she's definitely created some pretty phenomenal all-girls schools in different African countries and provided opportunities and to all, lots of young women. Also, also, if you remember that episode where everybody got an automobile on the bottom of their seat, and Gail got like a she got a car job. and you got a car. Gail does have that I'm new job. I'm just kidding. I like Gail. Gail is like, the, the CBS News was awesome for like a minute, but then isn't, it was like all of a sudden, Charlie Rose. Right, I but like, isn't I'm Gail the one everybody. that gave all the smoke to fucking R. Kelly before that oh, was a yeah. cool thing to do? Yeah. I think she's great, but I did have someone the other day have some argument with me about the Megan Thee Stallion um, trial thing and how she lied on Gail. About, I didn't even know she had her own show. That's how I don't really watch TV. But you know, Gail like, had a show. She, I, I don't know. watch. I, I know she had. She TV was the main like host of the CBS Morning News. I don't know anything. You about get all that. your news from the worst case scenario. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
No, I get it from Gail on fucking Good Morning America. What? I mean, no one gets news. Wait, any of it. Any or of it. Charlie absurd. Rose. So absurd. Or Charlie Rose. I'm fire Charlie Rose because he's too handsy. Point being, yeah. that person was making an argument that Megan Thee Stallion lied on Gail about who she was having sex with at the time she was shot. And I was like, why does that fucking matter? And how's that on Gail? Why was that like... They were saying that Gail asked her and she lied and that showed that she was like... Not a good journalist? In, no, no, no Megan's a liar. Megan, thank you. They were saying wait, Megan's a liar. Connect the dotted lines. Who does not lie about... Who they fucking... Who they're fucking and why not fucking? Why are you being asked... Also, there was during it's an not, active trial. Like, why would you be asking the person that? And also, it's not relevant to her being shot in the foot. At no point no does who point. she fucks have anything to do nope. with whether or not she's been shot. By well, if, if the guy that shot her in the foot was one of the guys fucking her, yes, I that could is say exactly that the relevance of who she's fucking enters that question. No, that's that's a whole thing, and that's a thing. You don't get to fucking shoot people just because you're mad that they're fucking other people. Like it literally Even doesn't if, matter if I'm fucking you or not. You shooting me in the foot is you shooting me in the foot. It's just a no, crime okay. by itself. It does not matter well, if, it's, I it's just, you if you were not. looking for motive, that might be part of it. If you were looking for, if you're looking for a motive in the case, you're gonna say, is there a relationship between the shooter and the shootee of any kind? Not just sexual, but Gail's does he owe her five dollars? Attorney, did you get confused? She's a journalist. just a talk show host. Yeah, a journalist that would be asking the question. Okay, I see what you're saying that it's inculpatory, not exculpatory, from the shooter's perspective, and yeah. I just shoehorned both of those terms into this episode. No one knows what shoehorned means. I know. <laughs> it's You're like a, a really it's, good co-host. That's what that little swoosh oh. on the side is. <laughs> the, the, the horn. But yeah, horn. no, you don't get to like, even if all three of the people, which it turned out it was like a famous NBA player and I think another rapper and then the rapper who shot her, who, was, who we talked about, Tory Lanez, which... Weird, he's got a way better name than that in real life. It's like Star Starborn or some shit. Uh, I don't remember, but it doesn't matter. But even if all three of them were standing around her and were like, You're fucking all of us at the same time, you don't get to just shoot her in the foot or no, shoot no, her anywhere. No, nobody, no, it's it's just a crime by no. itself to shoot people. This is semi related because it's kind you of you don't a, get to slut shame people into foot shooting. This is kind of a who were you fucking question, but you heard about Trump's deposition in New York over the. Gene Carroll lady that said he raped her in the department store, mm -hmm. and then he said she's not my type. Just look at her, yep. and that was his his excuse was that she's not my type. In the deposition, the um, prosecutor puts a piece of a photograph on the table, and he's like, "Trump, say, can you recognize the people in this photo?" And it was Trump, his wife Marla, mm -hmm. whatever her name was, Marla Maples. That wasn't his wife, but yeah. it was. You know, it was. was she she did marry. He did marry her, though. That's who he Tiffany, did. That's Tiffany's mom, and then um. There's then the other he two. Was alive. So, Even though there was a so Tiffany. It was, I but didn't it was know a photo, about Tiffany Trump. A, a photo of Trump, his wife, Jean Carroll, and her husband. And it was the four of them in a photo together. So the And he was like, yo, smash the, or pass. The prosecutor sl slides the photo across. He looks at it. And he's like, you recognize the people in the photo? He's like, yeah, that's me. And there's my wife. And he points directly at Jean E. Carroll. Mm -hmm. Jean Carroll, the woman that it's not his type, that e. claims Jean he raped Lydia. her. And he's like, yeah, that's my wife. And they're like, excuse me, who? Her. That one? Right there. Yeah, who's that? Marla, my wife. This woman, sir, right here. Yes, that's my wife. Okay, that's Jeannie Carroll. That's e. the woman. Jean Carroll. E. Jean Carroll. That's the woman who claims you. He's like, oh, oh, that's her. And that was in the deposition. Was who are gonna tell you? It's like, rough. I would never fuck oh, that woman. Oh. Who that woman? That's my wife. Her. That's your type. That's my wife.
Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, in fairness, he, he probably like, doesn't fuck his wife. But, but you know, the second they said that's Gene Carrey, he was, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> She's not my type. I was married to her. That's uh, it's a cold call. They can't see your face, but I wish they could. But that's got to hurt your your um your, your rape case. Because that would mean that she is your type. Uh, it probably you hurts your defamation it case. Hurts I don't your, I, any case. I, I don't think. Not his case with the like Republican I, voters. You can't identify mm, your own true. wife. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, first of all, not being able to identify <laughs> your own wife, not only your own wife, but a woman that became your wife because you cheated on your previous wife with this woman and then married her and now are pointing out the woman that you allegedly uh, raped in a dressing room uh, and lasted only a few seconds. So, you know, it's there's a lot of layers. There's a lot of layers to how bad this is but i don't think any of us are stunned by that as far as no no how low down the trump ladder you can go like you know he'll still get off uh, oh that was a double entendre i don't want to deal with uh, i didn't mean it like that that's gross i hope that you blame adam strange for that i uh, just uh, i was already trying to picture like having that kind of thing but i guess there's all these just like really horrifying disgusting men that somehow create this idea that they have like a semblance of power or something to offer you materially or whatever it is that would cause someone to have sex obviously i'm not speaking about the rape one but all these women that he's like married and had children with and affairs with and then married them and all and like what a weird just picture him in bed picture him naked yeah. fucking i try not to yeah, yeah. it's we horrifying. remember that episode we named a boom for the bomb yeah i think that was who was that uh the stormy daniels yes. who called it a yeah. boom for the bomb she described his penis as like a boom for the bomb Oh. Like a little, like a. Like I wonder a, if like, like Weinstein's penis or his penis. I guess Weinstein's penis seems more horrifying. Like his just yeah, sounds kind like of silly. Fish. It's probably harder to find because he, They're, as big and fat as Trump is, Weinstein is, I want bigger and fatter. Which is like the worst LL Cool J album ever made. Like I'm glad it never came out, but. I would say that they, like Trump probably has a boom for the bump, and that uh, Weinstein maybe but it looks only like has a, a boom. Like what does that? It was described as looking like a fish. Yeah, I would think the fish There's shape a- where like little and then big and then little again. Oh, I you was- know like a o- not an oval, but yeah. Okay. Oh, were you like like that kind of? No, but I was just swat- like a huge mouthful. like gapy dickhole like. I kind of pictured that part. Like that maybe had piranha teeth like because it's kind honestly. Of just like sagging. Oh, what's that porn with the pussy with the teeth? Yeah. I do not it's know. like all of them. Oh. It's, uh, it's scary. It's like all of them. Yeah. I don't know what genre you're into, but uh, no, sir. Well, I know there's that. It's not like If you ever watched the Neil Gaiman New Gods it's, show, yeah. there's that woman that like eats the dudes. <laughs> Yeah, like they'll start humping her, and then she just with like with her vagina. Yeah, the Corinthian yeah, sucks them in and eats very them. Very old it's like porn. The, yeah, the Corinthian with the pussy. Fantastic the va- name. The Vaginthian, if you will. 
It was. But no, it's in if old. If only we had a true connoisseur. I still, whoever made up the a name. Pornosaur? Whoever made up the word succubus. Like, we shall call that a succubus. <laughs> well, there's the succubus and the, uh, there's the male version of that, uh, succubus. Cunnilingabus? One would hope. It's, it's still a succubus one. No, 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 there's, there's, oh, an incubus. Incubus and a succubus. Oh. That's what that uh, 90s band, Blank-182, was named after. <laughs> oh, he scared me. Yeah, I took a hard left. Go say, for is, it. Isn't there a band called Incubus? That was, yeah, that was the joke. I don't know. I've seen the shirts. I don't know. <laughs> I don't listen to that shit. Me neither. All right, you guys talk amongst yourselves. All right, so Spotify's dying. I, I saw this thing, okay, and I didn't know... A big part of the origins of Spotify, real quick, okay? When Spotify first started, it was kind of like the guy, they just made it illegally and put a bunch of music on there they weren't supposed to. And then went to the record labels and were like, look, we got this idea. We're going to make this thing. And they were like, fuck you. No, we, we're not going to get, we, we don't get paid. Right. And they're like, no, no, we're going to use our venture capital and pay you now. So they paid all these record labels up front saying like, in the same way that they were telling other people, like musicians would get paid, being like, once you get a play, you'll get this much per play. But record labels got zero zero six of a penny. Yeah, but record labels got more up front, and it's more like zero zero two five. It's it's a point where four of them will get you a a penny. Something yeah. for the that's kind of what they say. But so they went to the labels and they gave them a bunch of money up front to get those good songs on their service for when they launched. And they, but the artists didn't really get that money. Madonna didn't get that money. The labels did. So since that's happened, you've seen all these stories about um, hedge funds buying music catalogs. Like, Bieber just sold his whole catalog. Bob Dylan sold his. Bruce Springsteen sold his. Hall & Oates. You name somebody, they've sold their entire catalog to. Bobby D, huh? So these these people aren't going to just sit on them. Like, they're not, like, going to do the same thing the label did. They're going to be like, well, if you want Bob Dylan now, that's going to cost this much per stream. So that's already begun. So what what Spotify is selling, they they don't own. That's, like, the main thing. Spotify's whole business plan is selling you things they don't own. Okay. So they, um... They've recently been giving independent artists less and less. Like, there's all these graphs that show, like, instead of four plays for a penny, now it's, like, eight or nine for us. And so it's slowly dripping down as time goes on because they just don't have the money anymore. And they spent way too much on podcasts, and they, they kind of stopped doing that. But they don't have the investment capital coming in anymore as they did when they first started. It was all people spent putting money to invest in Spotify, which is, I forget the word for it, it's like this... This new like growth economy thing where like basically companies are like, before we figure out how to profit, we're just gonna grow. Like Amazon. We're gonna get we're gonna be the biggest diaper salesman out there, and so no one else will be able to sell a diaper for ten years because we're gonna use this money we already have instead of having and to deal buy with profits. All of them. So we'll 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 just own the market. Nobody will go to the other people because we'll be a quarter cheaper because we don't need to make money. And the hopes is everybody else goes out of business to a point where then you can take over. And then Aww. or like Netflix was the same way. Netflix wasn't really making money off our subscriptions. They were getting money off selling their stock. And so by the time they finally got profitable, everybody else started doing it now. So people, less people are getting Netflix, and Netflix is losing subscribers. So they're losing money now. And now none of the streaming companies are actually making any money. They're all the speculative companies where they, they hope to make enough subscribers to one day profit. But right now they're all... How could all, that be true? That's just how it is. I mean, like... 
when the companies, when HBO Max became a thing, AT&T spent billions to buy these three or four companies together to make HBO Max. Right. And they didn't make any money on that. They never turned a profit. And they eventually sold it for less than they bought it for to Discovery. So AT&T already loses money doing that. So all the money we've given HBO Max, they have not made a profit off it yet. They're still living off of the money from the sales. And then now, now Discovery just bought them. And you'll see HBO's like losing shows. They're like shedding shows left and right. Movies aren't coming out that they already finished. And they're, they're, they're falling apart. And Netflix is doing the same. All of them are doing this. Disney is the only one staying solid because they got that money from theme parks. And they're buying everybody else up, aren't they? I thought they were. Buying AT&T was, but that's stopped now. Now, now they're all like, now they're selling bits off. So how come like, okay, so just to get back to Spotify for a mm -hmm. second. So Spotify exists. I kind of understand it. Um, I have a couple different accounts of other people's on like different phones that I have. <laughs> I listen to it when they're not listening to Classic. it. Right? Um, now they're like signed out and I have to go find someone else's to pirate. But how come Pandora goes so strong, even though it sort of feels archaic now? Right. But it still exists. They're not in danger of going out of business. They're just kind of holding this. Right. Well, People still are on think they're in danger, Pandora. They're, oh, not, they're, they're not as big of a company. They never were the size of Spotify or the amount of users. They but, were like but, the MySpace. But their thing is that they Facebook. pay they pay less for the songs. They don't have as many songs anywhere near, but they pay less for music because you can't search a song and play it on Pandora. Okay, that's what I thought. You have to pick a you know, genre. You kind of can, like, uh... and you might get the song you want. But then, that, so their whole thing is they're telling artists, "We're going to play your songs to people that might not, you know, because you're going to they're going to ask for the Kinks, and we're going to play Rolling Stones. So now the Rolling right. Stones are going to get a play that nobody asked but for. You ask for both, you get so they're going to get extra pennies for shit that nobody even wanted, kind of. So but they Pandora's get pennies, not that. fractions of pennies. It's fraction, still small fractions, fractions less than oh. they, they even less. Streaming than is. At least to my understanding, because, um, you know, we supposedly have monopoly laws still, but we don't really. And like that whole rate that anyone gets paid for streaming, nobody gets it's it's not like you get more to stream on Pandora than Spotify or vice versa okay. or anything else. Well, some, it's just some do. And that's. They, they and, and, try, but they get squelched out. No, and the, the thing about Pandora is Which, that... Which, by the way, squelched out is a real thing. Pandora has this thing of, like... Not Pandora, Spotify, that at any moment, like, a cascade could happen if, like, um, Joe Rogan said the N-word and then didn't apologize. Which he did, like, a lot. Yeah. But if something like that happened, if somebody did something, or somebody at Spotify got caught doing something Me Too-ish, you know, like... Sure, they have a lot. Two artists... Because basically, it takes two artists saying, "I'm, <laughs> I'm pulling my, I'm gonna pull my music from Spotify." You know, if, me too ish. Is that the euphemism? I don't for, know. Um, Funny, she doesn't look assault? me too ish. <laughs> well, it, it's not. If someone just, does something like me too ish. Just not like, just, uh, you know, just, oh, just, just a scotch me too ish. Not like, just sexual, sexual assault. assault. It, no, no, it was me. It's also it sexual was, harassment. It was me too ish. It's also ish. all kinds of stuff. Ish. She's you know. An, he's he's Jewish. Thank you for explaining to me what it is. He's well, if I invite you to, if, if I, I say, there's a word for that. If I make an invitation to you, if I say, hey, I'm here at my hotel room, I'm about to jerk off. You want to come watch? They didn't actually assault Ooh, you. I believe that's called Lewish. I didn't, but it's not Lewish. assault. <laughs> it is harassment, yes, and it's an, it's 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 definitely not something a human should be doing. Ooh, CK but it's not assaulting. Now, assaulting is called. if you open the door and you were already jerking it. You know, if you say, would you like to come watch me jerk it? It's not actually assault. 
It's, uh, it's, it's a cousin. I don't. But Me Too covers more than assault. Are, the views expressed by Adam Strange are not. Harassment uh, wouldn't be a different word if it wasn't a different thing. Assault and harassment. No, I got you. But assault is is definitely different than what you're talking about. But I, I don't think we need to get into the legal weeds of that. Like you call it basically, calling somebody a dickhead is is technically assault. That's why like assault and battery are two different things. But yeah, it's it's assault. If you know, if you open the door. Throwing your dick at somebody. That's... It might not be felonious. No. Oh, well, it depends what gonna, country you're oh, in. Oh, you're gonna use but the big ones. You in Romania, it's okay. Oh. It's assault with a deadly me pepper. Too -ish. <laughs> <laughs> well, like not, a little me too. -ish. Not me too, but me too ish. <laughs> too ish. She, she looks me too ish. But <laughs> this was, this summer on ABC. Me too ish. If, like you didn't like blackish. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh. No, that's actually after the. Well, they had the other blackish. The blackish did a spinoff about the um, mom growing up with a black and white family. No. Mixed -ish. It was like, it was called Mixedish. Mixed I was wondering. But then it also the daughter who got was. spun uh, out. Blackish is one of my favorite shows, though. Uh, but the grownish one is a little grownish. That's the one. It's a little it's, much. It's a little much. I saw it's a little nine hundred two. I saw the one he did on Netflix with um the chick oh, from the office. No, Black AF. Black. That's, yeah. That yeah. show is dope. Oh, that's, yeah, that's hilarious. Uh, honestly, I've not seen two of the four shows that we discussed, but I've seen two of them, and I really liked them. Um, but I will also say that um, Grownish seems like it, like it's the corrective measure of. A different world. It's definitely a different yeah. world from Cosby. One hundred. Right, but you remember that a different world happened because right. Cosby, while being in his prime heyday of being rapey, so slut shamed ish. Lisa Bo ish, yeah. <laughs> while he was being so me too ish that he, but still slut shaming. Lisa Bonet for portraying a role in a movie where she exposed her movies. Tetas, I believe, is the correct politically correct. What term. a great movie, though! It was I not honestly, for that reason. Well, alone, not not for that reason. I uh, said alone. If you, and if you ask my rewind uh, button, yeah, that was a very no, important part. Uh, of oh goodness! I am a fan of Angel Heart. I am a fan of early Mickey Rourke. I am a fan of everything Lisa Bonet ever did. Um, Mickey Rourke gets weirdly toxic, but it's almost the. I don't know which one is more fun because, like, when in his latter career, he gets like expositorily or like notably toxic you're like oh well this is clearly gone off the rails but then when you go back because we grew up in the 80s you're like oh this was always toxic and, and terrible yeah. and off the rails and it was just that oh. we accepted that as a culture kind no, of thing it was so helpful for me as like a young teen though to watch like nine and a half weeks and angel heart and like wild uh, orchid wow oh. I'm sure. Remember that one? Mm -hmm. Or just like, uh, what was it? Uh, You're the Dragon. Fucking uh, any any of that early Mickey. Oh, Pope of Greenwich Village. Oh, my God. Like, it, it was all. Different vibe, but okay. You no, know, all very different vibes, but all, uh, I don't want to say equally toxic. 
but they, they were playing in the same ballpark. Is what I would say. I felt like Nine and a Half Weeks and Angel Heart and Wild Orchid to me were like the trifecta. Like the other movies that you're talking about to me, like diverted from that version of him all the way. to You mean the like because they were not? But those... for me, as like a young teen girl watching, sort of that was like my version of. Because they were like the the soft core porn of his career. Yeah, for yeah. me, yeah, I was like what. 13, 14. Right. Like, and then you know. the other ones, like You're the Dragon. You're the, well, just, You're the Dragon, and um, but it also borders on that as well because it's, uh, as well, borders on the same shit as Angel Heart because both are like hypersexual, hyper violent, not hyper violent, like. They're hypersexual, very violent, and uber racist. But, like, mingled those things in this way where you're like, it's the 80s, we're edgy. Yeah. I just you know like what I mean? The idea of some Mickey Rourke getting a call from his agent, like, hey, I got you a new script. Like, is there fucking in it? Yeah. What I even call you, is it regular fucking Mickey? Mickey, <laughs> what I even call you if I had regular fucking? This is some wild fucking. The, is, de- the devil's in this movie. Is there blood in the cum in the same shot? The blindfold crawling on the money <laughs> shot. Oh yeah, we've got the devil now. We're so far beyond that, Mickey, that no one will recognize you. Like, how about you like food? Do you like food? How about food? No, like one of my favorites is in you in you're the dragon. He's a Vietnam vet who. Uh, is now a homicide detective in Chinatown in New York, and he's speaking to a Chinese triad boss, and he's like, yeah, we didn't fight your people for no reason. And it's like, uh, you literally were in Vietnam, and you don't know that they weren't Chinese? <laughs> and also... The chick he's fucking is uh, an Asian reporter who is, I think, also Chinese. And he uses a lot of, like, Vietnamese racial slurs against her. And it's like, you've been inside this person, Mickey Rourke's character. That seems like you would at least know the difference between, like... Your racism. Do you think that's how fucking works? Or did ra- how racism <laughs> works? That's what I mean about. You were inside her. Didn't download. What's this? <laughs> hey, just... wait a second. You're not a white lady. Hey, my penis now. knows. Hey, hey now. Wait, you're from the province of. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, but that's what I'm saying. Like that it, that it mixes like violence, racism, black magic, Satanism. Things that they're mixing up there that I feel like I don't know, like it, well, Asians were this weird stand-in for like for like Blue Lightning, you know, back in the eighties yeah, and nineties, they were like, you know, where's the gremlin going to come from? Eh, just say an Asian guy had them. They'll explain everything. They're magical dude. as shit. Them and black people are magic. They can do anything. Uh, like a black guy walks up and he'll tell you the secret story of the universe, dude. And then you, you'll golf so much better. You really nailed it, Asian Black Lightning. That. That might be the titular line. Oh no, Marvel has an Asian Black Lightning. It's um, I'm just <laughs> Voltwat. Dude, how dope would that be if there was an Avenger named Black Lightning, but he was like Vietnamese? Well, I always thought it was funny when DC was like, "We're trying to out, we want to outreach to more Black readers, so we've made these new characters. We have this new one. He's called Static Shock. 
and somewhere Black Lightning was like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> that's, that's my power. That's what I do. That's my whole fucking thing. I work with Batman. That's all comedy. I was an outsider, for no, God's sake. Yeah, but you're talking about like DC saw Swamp Thing and was like, but how about Man Thing? <laughs> no, I love, you know, I'm bugging the, the Brit, you know, Alan Moore saw Swamp Thing and was like, hey, can we grow some weed on him? And Constantine actually is like, hey, um, Swamp <laughs> makes him grow weed in an episode. There's like a comic where they're having a party and Swamp Thing shows up and he, John's like, could you do that thing again? And like a pot pant sprouts out of his side and John picks it and starts what rolling joints. What year does that happen? Because I 90s. feel like I invented that. It's in mid, it's in the mid Swamp Thing first run of Alan Moore coming back. He just makes Swamp Thing grow a bunch of weed and he rolls it up and then they smoke it and have a memory Hold me session. Up and smoke me when I'm gone. Yeah. Like the Willie Nelson song. Uh, I have some. We have some mutual friends that did that. It 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 doesn't go. That sounds gross. They snorted it. Tastes no. like. No, I had friends they, that snorted no, it when my we friends, were young. My friends rolled it in the blunt and smoked it. Ours and did like lines of the person. Really ashes. didn't go well. Also didn't go well. Right, it was just awkward. It's not okay. Um, before we get out of here, um, one sec. Okay ish. Right. No, I mean like as long as everyone's okay with it. Um, so Alec Baldwin getting charged with shooting the chick on on, on seems, the set seems dumb. How, I agree, actually. Honestly, I mean, I think he kind of whatever, but I I think it seems dumb too. Like he clearly, why would he ever think that? Yeah. Okay, so here are mm. here are a couple of things that again conjecture, but that's what this fucking show is based on. So. My understanding is they're not really charging him as Alec Baldwin, the actor. They're saying as because he was one of the producers on the movie, so he's one of the people in charge. And no, the charge is like very specific. He, to yeah, right, him that pointing he, the gun, the right, producer or not, right, he's the one pointing but the gun. Both, right, both things. He is mostly being charged as producer, but it is for like neg- negligent manslaughter. It's for because not checking it correctly. But, and, but also the, the fact that he asked honestly, if it was Honestly, it's not hot. a bad thing because all they're going to do is charge him a lot of money that's going to go to the family. He's got the money. They well, will the family already got paid. Well, and the, it's the, done. The settlement They'll the family got again. was now the family, the, the, the husband of the lady, the widow, were, is now the producer of the movie. <laughs> I like that he rolled his eyes he, when he said widower. No, I was just trying to remember how to say it. He couldn't it. remember the word. I couldn't. But he, um, he's now the, the widower. Pro- he's the producer of this movie. Now. Why are they? They're still filming this movie. Like personally, I don't want to see this movie. I don't want. Everybody wanted to see the I, crow. I personally don't give a fuck about a fucking um. Yeah, but a we all wanted to see I'm the not crow. A, you know, I'll who watch you, westerns. They're fine. And what's the other one? One of the Jokers, right? These fools yeah, but, be dying on these sets like crazy. Who is checking this equipment? You know what? The case might have some weight. Might well, it's and, a pattern. All right, so this but, isn't the first movie where like, oh my god, someone got shot and killed on the set right. with a live. I mean, it's now happened They're multiple good, yeah. times. So that's if wild. I don't know that this is factual, but again, that's not what this show is about. Um, so what what I was told that is actually the commonality between um, like the crow. And this movie, and just generally what happens on set, because the irresponsible whole, people. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Nepo- think, nepotism. I think we've gotten to the bottom but of this. The, arm, the armorer was the daughter of <laughs> an armorer. Over. <laughs> like the armorer got her job because her dad's an armorer. Right, but um, 
the, the woman in charge of the guns. The whole thing that people are yeah. like. I think now we are down, but nepotish. Yeah. The whole thing that some people have been tripping out on is like, well, how does live ammunition not only get onto the set, but also it was supposedly mixed in yeah. with the, the blanks. And then you're like, how does that get mixed together and then loaded into the gun? It's and that's Hollywood. how the accident happened. Uh, but These no, it's play game. Was somebody right? And so what somebody presented to me was like, yeah, after hours, like whether it be the stuntman or whoever else, like, yeah, let's go shoot off the guns and like play yeah. their fun and game gun yeah. shit. Shoot some cans. And that's yeah, like that's how it gets mixed in. And so, supposedly, <laughs> I'm not buying. Well, there's that also story. complaints. You're not that, buying it? There's also that, sabotage stories a, that people on that were working there wanted... were not happy with the conditions or their pay, and they and things were, had been fucking up for a couple of days. That seems like a really circuitous way. I'm gonna to go, go way more bigger conspiracy. I'm gonna say more like, bigger. Tom Hanks. When did it. things happen in the world, they're mm-hmm. like, let's divert everyone's attention to this absurd thing over here in Hollywood with the people that you're like so fascinated by, and then randomly this bullet killed this other person. It's no one you care about. You don't know that woman's name. You don't know it. So I don't, don't worry I about do it. But, but that guy, that guy that makes fun of Trump, his name. You know True. who he is, and now you're paying attention to it, and you're like, oh, no, they can't sue him for it. Did he really know? Did he not know? And then we're all talking about the most ridiculous shit. Like, who the fuck cares? You know what I mean? When real shit is happening, like fucking cops now, murdering citizens and but, shit. But we're like, no, let's talk, talk about, about this. That, did we? But the fact that he's we him, talk- you that's might a thing, too, is sand. because of who he is. Like, if that happened to you, mm-hmm. okay, if that happened to me for the rest of my life, every time I fucking close my eyes, I would be... Thinking well, about the person so that I killed that and the child who rate who's going to be. it happened to her. No, no, I'm just saying that if I was holding a gun that I thought was a prop and I murdered somebody with it, I would think about their children for the rest of my life. There's no getting around. That's just me. But nobody is going to give that's him that sympathy. Hey, ho, that's just me. You know, it's no, compassionate. Nobody's like, say, Leonard, Leonardo DiCaprio. We might give him that sympathy. If George Clooney did it. You might give him that sympathy. I don't know. I don't love him. Some guys yes, you might not. George I don't love him. Clooney. He's all right. But Wait, like, DiCaprio or Clooney? Clooney. But if, if, Charlie, like Clooney? if Charlie Sheen did it, we would think, fuck Charlie like Sheen. I thought he was a guy. He's a good guy. Sheen? If Sheen did it. And not he, anymore. He would, you'd not be like, anymore. He killed that. He did it on purpose. No, you definitely know. Any Anything. But also, you wouldn't need to question it. Here's, look, if there's an upside to Charlie Sheen, here's here's the upside. Is if he did accidentally kill a bitch or a person, like, dude, whoever, he'd be like, yeah, I did it on purpose. He'd be like, hold on, I got a guy. I'm going to call Steve. Nobody touch anything. I got this. I have a guy for this. Don't even worry. I have a guy for this. (laughs) Baldwin. Ah, my money. Well, also, he just, it's a little bit funny because he Apparently friends with her. Almost. Right, no, no, I'm not, I'm not, I don't yeah. have any, like, uh, ideas that he, like, shot her on purpose. No. Um, but I do, alone. I do think that what they're trying to get after him about is, A, like, callousness or recklessness, and then B, also because he is such the 
quintessential like New York Long Island yeah. liberal and voice box yeah, kind of thing. Made fun of Trump. Yeah, you know, you, and, you would, and and definitely that too. You would think that more people would die on movies like all the the Tom Cruise fucking. They definitely do. How they do the Tom Cruise like real? We do real. Yeah, many people stunts died and on the Wizard of Oz. But you know, like Mission Impossible stunts or or whatever are supposed to be real, and he breaks his ankle and shit for press. But you don't hear, you know, you think more people would die on big, big movies? No, they do. I, I a lot think. of safety measures. Just because the stunt is real doesn't mean there isn't like giant nets and trampoline catching. No, dark yes, people die at the circus. Though, so you know? right, but people I die on set. But are broke as long as you're not being killed by someone famous. Yeah. yeah, no, this this is unique. Then you're just another guy at the roller coaster. Like, I oh, wonder, that really happened, by the way. Like, I wonder if <laughs> if somebody like if somebody who wasn't Alec Baldwin had shot her, like if it was a B-roll actor or whatever. Doesn't like, go. It never it would does, have happened. It does, it does not, does not fit to... the narrative. It only works if it's like. The famous person is dying, or the famous person is shooting. Like, it was just yeah. a rando like, on set killing a rando. That yeah. they're still making the movie though, just like rando on rando. Like, how much was invested no in this way. movie? Oh my god, it's not how much was invested in it. It's how much more are they going to make off of it because now people will actually go I see guess. the movie. I just, I have no, I just, you think everybody watching would be like, oh, this is the one that chick died in. You like. They will. It was like The Crow. Come on, that was such a big pull of that movie and that Joker shit. And I mean, it, no, I, I completely it's agree. It's not like you're not going to because I was going to say think like, about seeing it. You're like, oh, I could watch that thing where he killed that chick. There, no, but no, there was a certain amount of now people. I'm curious if the crow did good. Loved um, the, the crow. He, I mean, no, the, cro- the movie the crow? It was kind of a nebulous wise. character, though. No, it's Most good movies. Well, no, it's a, it's a shit movie, anyways. but um, I it did better than it was going to do. But not as good as maybe it should have done, and I think that that fits back in to exactly what you were saying. I thought the Silvery. crow was like big deal back then. <laughs> it it was, but mainly because of the scandal. Right, that's and, what I'm saying. But this is the thing, like I was Brandon Lee when it came out, but I knew a lot of girls younger than me that were. I but saw they it watched, in the but a lot of people saw it because of the thing with the death and all of it i mean it was like a big part of the lore of the whole thing and also something that's a little bit different is that the plot of the crow is about some like life after death spirits coming back for that it's it's like spirit of vengeance type shit and it also makes it uber weirder the fact that like his father not just being any dead celeb but like a dead celeb that was about kicking ass and then suddenly dies mysteriously yeah. and it never gets explained. And then like, the Heath so. Ledger thing. Death Well, that's sells. different, but... I know, but it was a movie that got a lot more playtime. Right, but I'm just saying... Everybody that wasn't going to watch it. Where, right, whereas it comes to Crow, I don't, I don't think that fucking Brandon... I just want would, you guys to know, if you go to the mall today and you go to Spencer's, you're going to see both of those movies still represented on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Wait, which? Oh, Heath Ledger Joker and And Brandon the fucking Lee. crow, man. I'm That's telling funny. you, dude. What's it is mall? like our local lore. It is our, like, American mall lore. American, like. You're like, this is. This. Like, I go in those places, like Journeys or whatever the like, other one is. Spencer's is the big hot one. What's topic. The, like, hot topic. That where mall, zoop, where moth, moth should be the word. Mall goths. Yeah. Called moths. Oh, I like 
like it. Yeah. You know what? No, and also, but the moth will definitely have uh, some kind of amalgamated logo that is the Death's Head moth from uh, Silence of the Lambs and the makeup from the crow yeah, I just, with eyes in it. I just watched a great YouTube documentary about the history of goth culture, and it was just all about, like, the Brits. Is sister. that a thing that we can say? Goth culture. The Brits? Y- the Brits. No, it, it just means British. No, I, I that, don't think it's offensive. No, I didn't yeah, mean the British. Like, Show me your British. <laughs> Show me your Britties. But they, they had You've they got had, a lot of titular you know, like, lines today, Su- bro. Susie and the Banshee and that whole, the, the original what we know as goth culture from mm-hmm. back then of like being sad, you know, and mm-hmm. listening to slow, sad, emo, post punk music. But then, then you know, Amer- American goths came and go, gone over and over again. But then Twilight brought them back really hard. For this weird part of like the early 2000s, like mid 2000s, like the you know, 210s, mm-hmm. all of a sudden young kids started being goths again. But to them, goths was like My Chemical Romance and being sad and stuff, mm-hmm. and and like being rich and sad at the same time. And it was a whole another kind of goth. And like Americana goth and Brit goth do not clash. Like the young goths of America and the older goths of Brits are just like fuck you to each other. Mm-hmm. They don't listen to the same music. The new American goths don't like Joy Division. It's it's a whole I don't thing. No Joy Division. They like My Chemical Romance and My Morning Jacket. I don't know what that is, but apparently it's a thing. I did go in London down to the little punk neighborhood mm-hmm. that, like, punk started, like, the birth of punk. I, what's the neighborhood called in London? You know what I'm talking about? Uh, Cockney. London, Chatsworth. Really like, um, there's a bunch. <laughs> I, I know there's <laughs> one neighborhood of warehouses that that's where Sex Pistols had their little thing <sighs> and the Clash, too, but I don't remember what neighborhood it is. Fun. It's not really, like, my necessarily, like, my thing, but it was really fun, like, just to see the few kids that were still out there. It was, like... High, you know, mo- they still had them like the Liberty Spikes and shit. Yeah, it was so cute, you know. And there's just like, I don't know, I I got a kick out of it. I love how old lady you are. Nope. You're like, yeah, so I'm cute. so can old. I, I know. I'm can like, I touch your Liberty Spikes? Snappers. No, English na- <laughs> rap, honestly, right now, drill and like slow heavy rap has taken the place of of punk. That's like the new the new punk in England now is like. Guys from the island with island accents doing rap. I hard, do. violent rap. I'm fine with all of it. I'm aging out so hard that I'm, like, getting into a place where... You remember how, like, when we were young, old people would be mad at every new thing that comes out? Yeah. Like, I'm aging into a place where I'm starting to wonder, like, yo... How did Edith Nagnus even have the energy to be mad about rap music yeah. or even to know about it? Especially like that's 30 years pre internet. No, like, I know about shit all the time and I still cannot find the energy to give a fuck about. Like, if I don't like it, I'm just okay. Well, I see, just don't deal with my it. My new thing is getting mad at those people. And like once a week, there's this new like. I don't have the energy for that. How auto tune is killing popular music, or something like that. And the guy will be like, "T Pain can sing. Why would he use auto tune if he could sing? He actually that doesn't can. even make sense." And it's like, okay, it is asshole, very puzzling, because but... it's also an effect that you can use to change music. You know, like it's not just, but whatever. The whole idea of that of like music used to be better back in the '80s. Look at this chart compared to a chart nowadays. It's better. It's like no asshole. There's like. 10,000 times more music right now and there's stuff better than that stuff. What's that? I'm kind of that asshole a little bit. But I can show you... I I mean, I don't act as if I have, like, the authoritative word on it, but I know what... 
I have to seek it out from my son who has, I think, really, really good taste in music. And I have to say to him, he like, does. show me what's like conscious and cool and fucking interesting now that I'm into. Not yeah. that there aren't other genres. Yeah. That's just not my you know, thing. But he will show me stuff sometimes where I'm like, all right, thank you so much. Because if I just went like blindly into this world, I would feel much like the asshole that you were just doing that amazing voice of. You know, I mean, there's a really hilarious fucking uh, clip of Jerry Garcia being like, well, rap, that's not music. And here's why. And he like goes into this really long and if I may say so, quite ambitious uh, discussion of why rap is not music. And it's like. Thank you, aged, heroin-addled white guy. Who, who couldn't fucking... even write one song and had to get somebody else to write them for him. And, and, and not only that, but that, like, basically so bastardized black music that there's, like, entire cultures based around it. And, like, anyone who is just of a certain age, whether they're black or white, but especially if they're white, and being like, like that started playing rock and roll at that era when it was like rebellious to do that no matter who you were. And then yeah, if you made your fortune stealing black music styles. You don't get to bitch about black music styles nowadays. I saw one Perry Farrell in a documentary about sampling say, how can you even make anything original if you're starting from sampling? And my first thought was, hey, asshole, I can play your entire first album because it's got three chords in it. Okay. The entire first album is three fucking chords. And every single one of the songs on that first album, I can start singing another rock song that uses the exact same fucking three chords. Because Absolutely. when you have three chords and you're going G-A-B, G-A-B, someone else already did that. You can't be original when you're just using yeah, three gabba chords. Gabba. And <laughs> Gift to gab. <laughs> There's like a lot of them, I think. But just the whole idea of that, like, you can't be a rock musician saying that, like, a rap song is unoriginal when most rock songs have, like, the amount of words in them that one rhyme, one verse in a rap song has because they loop a their shit. Yeah, they're just going to say the same thing over and over again. They're going to use less words for a verse because we have 16 bars, not eight, you know, like, and they'll use eight where three or four of them are looping. Right. They usually and, use that same one twice. like And just repeating. And yeah, so, absolutely. like, it's there's, a rap song will always be more original. Unless it's not original. That's the thing. It's like, then there's bad rock, there's good rock. And nowadays, there's so much, there's just so much good music. Labels aren't even there anymore to deliver it to us. You have Absolutely. to find it yourself. And it's, and it's just also just such a weird thing to write off genres as like, well, that one's illegitimate and it's not music. Yeah. No, I talk shit about country for years. No, there's tons there's great of genres of music that I don't like and it's not for me. But that doesn't dictate like my opinion on any piece of art doesn't dictate whether that's art or not or whether it's music or not or whatever you know it's funny bluegrass we think of as like a genre you know it's a thing it's like yeah. a certain type of music it is a genre there was one guy his two guys got together basically there was one guy who made a band of certain instruments that his friends had mm -hmm. and he called it the bluegrass review he made those words up for his band he named his band that Two guys from his band split off, make their own band, playing the same thing. Now it's a genre. Bill Monroe and the Bluegrass Review is a guy going around the Appalachian, Tennessee, playing his style of music that him and his friends played. What years and, are you talking about? I'm going to say 30s, 
30s, 40s, hmm. right before the cowboy times. And then bluegrass comes off of that guy's band name. Wait, 1830s or 1930s? No, 19s. 1930s. Okay, that's not cowboy. cowboy. Cowboy times. times. No, no. Cow- okay, a country music, when it first came out, it had like, it was um more folky and oh, more, more southern. Music. And then it becomes cowboy oh. music where they start wearing cowboy. cowboy. No, right. in, like, in the history of country like music, the no. Kid. no. There's the cowboy era. Wild is, Bill Hickok. It's like the right John before Wesley Johnny Cash. Harden. Yeah, I don't know. Blackbeard? Late, no, late 40s. Hey, <laughs> I just told my, my kid was interested in pirates. So I told her about Blackbeard and how it was, like, it was real and in North Carolina, and that mm-hmm. blew her mind. You didn't she, tell her everything. She was like, though. we're going to have to get a metal detector. You gotta go there. It's oh, oh, do you have you been there? I've been to the Outer Banks. Oh, it's fucking phenomenal, isn't it? Yeah. Oh my god. Hey, if I was Blackbeard, I'd have been like, this is this works. The it's cemeteries pretty... are so cool. We went and together. All of the little picket fences with the conch shells and all of them, and like, I loved it. I just the love, whole like, pirate culture. Like I was the end fucking of, feeling the that. end of Blackbeard is he goes to the governor of North Carolina and he's like, I'm gonna give you all this money and you gotta pardon me. He's like, okay, cool. And he's like, but not yet. In, in three weeks. He's like, why? And he's like, just three weeks. Write it out. Give me the pardon. Cool, I got it. So then he goes to the mouth of the harbor, and he robs every single boat that comes in and out for yeah. three weeks. <laughs> and he's like, he I got to bar- get out of jail. Free car, baby. And American politics were born. But mm-hmm. if he if he had just, in two weeks, gone somewhere else and hid, <laughs> then he could still be alive today. Right, but he might have he, escaped. He, he may have been. He might be alive today. He, he was like, Bill, wear this beard. years later. <laughs> like, here, Bill, I got this plan. Put this beard on. And I'm going to go over there in the bushes. No, I think that he's the actual Dread Pirate Roberts. You know what I mean? Like he... The beard and the fit. wig was a costume. Yeah, it was a thing. They would just light the beard on fire, oh, act, sure. act a certain way. It wasn't on fire all the time. No. No, that would have been like very, like he would have had his yeah. face would have been burned. No, I like the idea. Somebody, he was he saw the, the, the British coming. He looked over at his friend Steve and just like lit his beard on fire and jumped off the boat. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> bloosh. Tell huh? everyone I did this. Bloosh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that reminds me. Biden, gas prices are too high. They had stickers saying, I did this. They were putting on gas pumps with Biden's picture, okay? So Biden, when gas is at its peak price, he says, I'm going to sell a bunch of our gas that we have in the strategic oil, whatever, reserves. reserves. Yeah. So he sells it. Gas prices drop because so much oil goes on the market. When gas prices get low... He buys gas back and fills our things. Basically, he made $4 billion doing that and made the gas prices go down. Billion? $4 billion because he sold it high and bought low. Mm-hmm. Okay. For the country? Not yeah, for, for the country, for like the, the country itself. So he made $4 billion to our reserve, tax reserve. You're reserves. about to get smoke from silver. So gas went down. But So Marjorie Green went on in front of Congress last week and lost her fucking mind, and the House Republicans passed a new bill saying that he cannot sell that. And so basically the Democrats stood up and were like, let me just get this straight. You're saying Joe Biden made gas prices lower, made $4 billion for the country, and you're mad about this. <laughs> Please explain. They were like, he shouldn't be able to just do that. And they're like, well, you were mad that gas prices were too high. Yes. So he made them low. Yes. And you're mad. Yes. And that, that's what happened in the last How three days. How did he do it, though? Okay, there were, gas prices were going up Ukraine. I'm saying, like... How did he singular? Oh, we have. Okay. One of the presidents many years ago said, we've noticed there's these huge caverns under Louisiana. We're going to fill them with oil. Do you picture Biden sitting in his room late at night thinking hard about this problem, like writing out, I'm going to figure this out, I'm going to do this? Yeah, team. They do that. No, I mean, all he did was say it's okay. he does anything. Well, no, but 
that's what that, that's this is politics. That's what presidents are for. Well, I know it's just awkward when we're like Biden did this thing and this happened and this happened. I'm like, yeah. I don't think so. No. It's not how I see no, it. If it's I get bad French like... fries, I'm not calling Ronald McDonald. You know, <laughs> but but Republicans <laughs> say if gas if gas prices but we're like Ronald McDonald is president. No, but if gas prices go up, <laughs> it's a Democrat's fault. And if gas prices go up during a Republican, it's a Democrat's fault. And that's that's been the last ten years. I mean, that's that's the absurdity of the whole thing. There were I actually guess. lines during I Bush think that were agreeing. We were like waiting in lines for gas, and they were you like, "You guys what? do argue agreement. You agreement a lot." Shut up! <laughs> shut, shut your fat mouth! Fat mouth! Um, no, I mean that doesn't surprise me at all. That there. Well, it's the thing is the whole economy is based on gas. If gas costs too much, then milk costs too much. That's just how the shit goes. And no, everything. Yes, every the whole like supply chain crisis. Like no eggs. I don't know what the fuck. I was gonna get chickens like ten years ago. I never did. Not blame myself. I was gonna buy property a long time ago. Never did. I blame myself. Um, All right, playoff football is on. So you want to knock this off? Man, did you? Did your team make it? No, we got our asses kicked. No. Uh, go Giants. Uh, but what we're going to do is start playing the new Evil Note Lab album at the end of every episode. We're going to uh, play one song hmm. at the end of each episode. So nice. Just, are we uh, going to play their new Habble Babble Dabble song? Oh, man, I can't <laughs> wait. Uh, I think we'll start with Sick Man. But since this is the first you're hearing of it, uh, maybe not. We don't know yet. We don't know. All right. On behalf of my man, Adam Strange, a.k.a. Tooth Willis, the Vice Count Dirty Finger. And uh, on behalf of Silvery Plath, a.k.a. Alicia Silverstone, Woco Ono, I am your host, MC Onion, the Rap Scallion. Thalio Iglesias, the foul mouth jerk, known to the ladies as a pill named Sugar Cookie. You have been fucking with the worst case scenario. Because two wrongs don't make it right, but three wrongs definitely make it worse. Who are you saying dabble, 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 dabble? I do not know who you are, and why are you saying that? Fresh, dressed like a thousand stacks On to the teeth, don't know how to act Boomin' powder, move a crowd, don't have to tell me twice I body rock like MC Light versus Wesley Snipes Rap promoter every night, you gotta get me right Cash me the fuck out like an empty pipe Let me tell you about my money, don't play like open toys Old school, rules of boy, face up in the Polaroids Sippin' Henny over hailstones in the photograph With the homie in the jail, pose in the soldier rag Jagged as a brick, pants sagging at the hip Face it, nosebleed when you're banging in the whip Lock it up like Cody's at the ankle and the wrist And that's Mike for two fingers Why you strangling the bitch? Suck a please, it's in my blood and what I breathe Probably even find me sleeping in a funky freeze I might just be a sick man But everything I do is sick man It's lit fam, goddamn Put the mic in my hand And listen to my dying millimeter go bam Might just be a sick man But everything I do is sick man It's lit fam, goddamn Put the mic in my hand And listen to my dying millimeter go bam
do square beers with a lot of crooked folks. My cologne's about to smoke with my pockets full of dough. On the streets like Michael Jackson with the zippers in my jacket. Style so clean like I'm trying to kick the habit. Beat beans, spit for addicts. Let Molly hit the scratches till the bridge is over. Like Mr. Magic. Dope, sick and symptomatic. Down to my suede boomers. Eating drums, speaking tongues. Might just be a brain tumor. Terminally ill, walk in emergency for real. You couldn't fix a sickness with a surgery and pills. My brain is trying to murder me and certainly it will. Somebody tell a jerk with a third degree and chill. Spit it like the ghost of Big L. Haunts my ink well. Pour out some can of one for the devil so that we drink well. Might just be a sick man. But everything I do is sick man. It's lit fam, goddamn. Put the mic in my hand. And listen to my nine millimeter go bam. Might just be a sick man. But everything I do is sick man. It's lit fam, goddamn. Put the mic in my hand. And listen to my nine millimeter go bam. Cavalier racketeer, who's gonna do your stratosphere? So how you gonna hit me with an antenna and rabbit ears? Homie so fly, duck hunting with a ring. Crushing like the fat boys, why your drums are underweight? We just punch your face with a bass like Mr. Chuck. Over there, it just a touch. No, it didn't give a fuck. Cause me and Oak Lab don't know the limits of the funk. Keep it knocking like we had Jehovah's Witness in the trunk. Trust and believe, we tight as buckles and jeans. Been doing this since Ray and O'Shea said, fuck the police. The cold train, a cold game, minus 100 degrees. Yeah, we two stacks, just a couple of jeans. The kind of monitor, cold shafts, the diamond mines. Flossing on you weak ass fools like it's my nine to five. My blunt smoke is gun smoke. Spit dynamite. The king of style, keep it lit like a pot of light. I might just be a sick man. But everything I do is sick man. It's lit fam, goddamn. Put the mic in my hand. And listen to my nine millimeter go bam. Might just be 